Welcome, welcome. This is According to Callus. This is episode 211. And this is going to be the debate recap of the Constable's race. I have no idea how long this is going to actually take. And a lot of this is going to be kind of off the cuff. Um, I had a number of impressions and some things have been going on in the background. And there's rumors and there's this and there's that. Um... I'm going to avoid speaking directly on rumors because they're not helpful. If somebody makes a direct accusation, then I would feel more open to speaking on that direct accusation. Having been both a uh, (laughs) victim of, uh, let's call it... um, creative license with somebody's point of view on more than one occasion I uh, and while we're on that just bizarre uh, thought processes on somebody's actions and attributing things to them that aren't justifiable I'm going to avoid doing that however I will give my thoughts as clearly and succinctly as I can regarding the races I understand it so early on there was four guys um and I didn't know much about any of them my understanding is at least three of them had actually applied to be appointed to serve the term that Mike Vance vacated by going home to his creator prematurely and they were all passed over and they put Shane Williams back into the role that he had previously uh, been serving in. Uh, I'm sure there's a number of reasons why that might have been, but the simplest and easiest answer is um, he may have lost the election, but we stick with the devil we know rather than the devil we don't. I mean, to me, that's just the easiest, quickest, simplest uh, answer. I'm sure that if you were to talk to the people that were involved in that decision process, they might have more information that they would like to divulge. Uh, but I don't. I, I, I'm i not going to go down that path. What happened, happened. What's now is now. So, so you had Shane Williams, chief deputy, wanting to take the new job. You had Mike Vance's uh, proposed chief deputy wanting to take the job. You had Chris Trevino, whom I will just say I've had interactions with in the past, and I genuinely like the guy. I don't, you know, I don't dislike him. Uh, he put his hat in the ring, and then you had Matt Carpenter. And as it so happens, Matt and Chris both made the runoff. In what I would call a interesting twist of events, at least one of the guys that said neither Chris or Kobe were qualified to be the next constable, flipped and endorsed Chris over Matt. Now, I'm sure Chris could give you his reasons why that is. I'm also certain that Mr. Burns could give you his reasons why. So I won't go down that path. I will just say that it was interesting that in a four-way race, two of the guys endorsed the same person. Then coming to find out today, uh, it might have been yesterday when it occurred, but the Collin County's Deputy Association had uh, 
decided to endorse Chris Trevino as well. So it's an interesting thing. I would be curious as to what former Sheriff Box thinks about this. He often endorses in races, and this has got to be something that's near and dear to his heart. So I would be curious. Now, I know what the two of the other constables have done. I know what the one of the chief's constables has done, and, and that's all interesting. But, I mean, if we're going to listen to Terry Box about any endorsement, it would seem to be that it would be um, a constable or a sheriff. Just my two cents on the matter. If you're going to go looking for an endorsement, that would be my curious uh, thought process on there. While we're on the topic, I really was hoping to get an answer what it is that was so special that the constable does that they require some kind of unique training or additional training that, honestly, a sheriff's deputy couldn't do the job. Or for that matter, a long-term police officer couldn't do the job. I I know McKinney's got their own marshals, which apparently is a similar role to what the deputy, or I'm sorry, the constable serve. Um... So I'm not entirely certain why you couldn't be a McKinney police officer and then go serve as a McKinney marshal or vice versa. Likewise, if you're a sheriff's deputy, I don't know why you couldn't step in and serve as a constable and vice versa. I'm sure there's some specific things. I'm sure, you know, to get the big chair, perhaps there's something that's more involved with it. But as far as police work goes, Serving civil papers doesn't seem to be something that's that much more challenging that they require something extra special to do. And I know there was some controversy a few years back, or maybe it was a decade back at this point, where they looked at perhaps de-staffing the constable because the constable is required apparently by the Texas Constitution. But they basically provide a duplicative service in some respects as what the sheriff's department could do, or for that matter, the police department. So I could see where if you were in a rural county and you have four uh, constables to go along with your four JPs and you might enjoy having the extra two or three um, law enforcement officers or whatever the proper terminology is, badged guys in your area, your precinct, uh, especially if you don't have but maybe one police officer in your city. And the sheriff's department, let's face it, they can only do so much. They can only go so far and what they can cover, what they can do. So that that's, you know, my thought process there. So I'm kind of at a loss. I don't, I don't think I got an adequate answer as to what's so special. But be that as it may, now let me drift on over into presentation. Now, both times that I uh, moderated these debates, um, I, I've had, or actually I only moderated the constables once, so let's be clear. But I have seen them in a forum slash debate once previous, and then I did my own. And honestly, um, the favorite, Mr. Carpenter, comes across very knowledgeable and very put together and um, actually like he was created to step up into this role. That That's that's the way he presents himself and that's the way a lot of people see him. But it kind of bothers me or maybe concerns me that 
the other two candidates don't support him. It kind of concerns me that the Collin County Deputies Association doesn't support him. Usually, and I, I could be wrong about this, but usually if somebody comes out of the primary, the uh, the law enforcement groups tend to follow in lockstep in my understanding of events. They pick their guy or their lady and they line up behind them, even in a runoff. They, they pick the stronger candidate and go. So I, I find it a little bit concerning. And the fact that there's not been an open discussion why that may be that they've done that is curious. For those of you that do investigative journalism out there that may be listening to me, I would suggest maybe you look into it. I'm curious. Is there something here that we're not aware of? Is there a there there? I, I mean, like I said, from all that you see, Matt uh, clearly checks all those boxes. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to go uh, diving into a pit to go look for something that may not be there, may not be real, but it's just a little, a little odd. Now, Chris, as I said, I've had multiple interactions with him in the past. I don't dislike him. I think he's a nice guy. Um, before the race, I had never met Mad Carpenter, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because honestly, I kind of go out of my way of avoiding law enforcement people. I, I don't want to meet them, especially when they're on the job, because that usually means I've done something bad. Now, I'm always friendly and greet the people that are serving and protecting, if you will, and I mean them no disrespect or any harm, but I, I, I'm not looking to become buddies with any one of them. So that's just kind of a, you know, think about me. I don't go out of my way to hang out with law enforcement, which is not to say that I'm opposed to it, just not been anything. I mean, you know, most of my family <laughs> has got somebody in the related to us that's been in law enforcement. So I just, you know, kind of had my feel when I was a kid. I don't need to go seek it out now. I'm, I'm not, what, what do they call The term is a badge bunny. I'm not one of those. I, I, it's like, fine. Okay. Um, I'm no more enamored with the boys in blue than I am with the guys in red or the uh, local politicians. Okay. I, I meet them. I know them. Uh, I have conversations with them, but I don't feel the need to wax eloquent about how great I think they are or what a great job they're doing or any of that stuff. I congratulate them when they do a good thing or when they win something. And I move on and I let them know when I think they did something wrong or something I disagree with and I move on. So while we're on the matter, Chris Trevino, if I've ever met a guy that speaks his mind, even when sometimes it doesn't make sense to do so, it would be Chris. I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing because I've been accused of the same thing from time to time. I like the fact that he just kind of lays it out there. I like the fact that he has this air of honesty that, you know, oh, you know, I'm just what I think. That's what I said. You know, take it or leave it. I could appreciate that. I don't have any doubt that he has the background and qualifications to do the job. And when you hold the two up to each other, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, the guy in the hat, you know, whatever but but Chris has a workhorse. I mean, the guy's always working, always doing something. Uh, I mean, there's something that got to be said about that. And, and it, again, 
Perhaps that's why the other two guys endorsed him. I don't know. I don't know the details. Perhaps it's just the fact that uh, he's always looking to serve his community. Maybe he's not always um, doing stuff behind the scenes. I, I don't know. The guy ran for city council seat after he did the work to get rid of the bad one we had. I mean, I don't know that I would hold that against him as a, well, why are you ran for this and now you run for this? What, do you, what are you going to run for? Who cares? He was one of the guys that ran off the bad representative we had in the city council and said, unless somebody else is better, I'm going to run. Why not? I mean, that's my interpretation of events. I mean, he may not approve of that, but that's just the way I looked at it. It's like he put it out there. He, He did the work to help get rid of a bad member of the city council and then said, you know what? I'll run for it too. You know, if the voters want me, great. If the voters don't want me, that's okay too. He made friends with one of his opponents in that race as well. Who, by the way, turned around and endorsed him. So I got to look at things and say, perhaps these other people that spend a lot of time around Chris are seeing something I don't. Maybe there's an additional value add there that I'm not aware of. So I got to say, as I, as I listened to these guys and I saw them interact and I saw them perform, I don't think there was a definitive winner. And until I get the answers to my questions as to what's going on there, I hesitate to endorse or even recommend one over the other publicly. I, I just, I don't, I am jealously guarding my credibility And I'm not going to make a step out on do something unless I feel comfortable with it. Unless I think it's the right thing. I did that in the governor's race and the lieutenant governor's race. I was confident that those were the right guys. They didn't win, but I'd take that with no shame. They were the best guys in the race. They just were. You can disagree with me. And clearly in the majority of you did because they didn't win. But I will throw it out there every once in a while. I'm not afraid. I just, I would like a better understanding of what it is that is going on here. I'd like, and first and foremost, I'd really like to understand what it is that is so important and so challenging that you have to have some kind of special training to go be a constable instead of a regular police officer. I, I don't, I don't get it. I miss it. And if one of those two guys wants to chime in on this, uh, Recording in the you know, in the notes, please, please do. I I think people have a right to know what it is that the constable does that's different than what the sheriff does, what, that's different than what the police department does. Why is there a, a value add by having somebody go serve civil papers when the sheriff's department or the police department could do it? I mean, checks and balances? Okay, to me, that's a valid argument. Well, if the sheriff becomes tyrannical and we need to reel him in, we got to... We got a constable to do that? Okay. Uh, to me, that's a valid answer, but there's got to be more to it than that. Certainly. I mean, I can't think of the last time I heard of a sheriff acting tyrannically. I can't think of a couple of uh, county judges that did last year. Um, not Collin County. <coughs> Dallas County. But this is what we're looking at. So somebody uh, out there, you know, make a comment answer, you know, post the question, share this. I, I'm curious, what is it they do 
and, and which which one do you think is better? Which which one do you think is a more authentic, better servant? I, I don't know. I, I'm looking for a little direction here because nobody nailed that knockout punch. Nobody, you know, just overwhelmingly convinced me that they were the guy. And I mean, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you got to stick with the lesser of two evils. Sometimes you've got to accept what you have as your options. And they're not always good options. Sometimes you just flat out lose. I mean, McKinney, <laughs> our municipal races, we do an awful lot of that, don't we? But hopefully that uh, train of usurpations is going to come to an end here. Now that... Uh, at least one of those individuals has gone off into the sunset and hopefully we won't be uh, stuck with that ring around the neck anymore. And in case chime in, share this. I, I would like, I would seriously like to know what it is they do. That's so special. And why do you think one is better than the other? What, what's sold you? And until I am sold on one of them, I'm not in, I can't endorse. I, I just, I'm not going to put my credibility on the line for something that I'm not sure about. Well, uh, I guess that about uh, wraps this up. This was episode 211 of According to Callus. That was my recap and thoughts on the Constable's Runoff race debate. And uh, like I said, if you appreciate what I do, share the show, like the show, comment, send your comments in. This can be more than just my monologue. I'd sure like to have some input from you all out in uh, McKinney and Collin County, particularly, but anywhere else on the interwebs. Chime in. All right. I'll see you later on the other side.